All right, listen, one thing definitely going off top, uh, one of the things that stuck out to me was uh, Ravon Bonner from uh, Illinois uh, decided, the running back from the team, uh, decided that he was going to opt out. He's a senior. Um, he said basically he has asthma, so he has a preconsistent condition. And he just said the risk isn't worth it, the reward, and hopefully he's going to come back next season, uh, even though Illinois said they, they may not honor that. They're going to honor his scholarship for this year. He'll be a fifth-year senior. Mm. He's going to come back in hopes of trying to impress the NFL to perhaps get um, a workout or something similar like that. But, uh, yes, I mean, uh, power to that brother, especially I, I mentioned in the open uh, as far as the Bears, uh, defensive tackle, no tackle, Eddie Goldman has decided that he is not going to play this season. Um, you had a host of uh, Packers from uh, Chung to uh, Dante uh, Hightower. Patriots. You Patriots. Patriots. Thank you. Thank you, Patriots. Yeah. Um, you had, like, you have uh, at least five to six Patriots that have decided that they're going to uh, sit out. And it's funny, and one of the things we said through all these shows was that the chances of any of these teams that are, especially not the NFL, I mean NBA, that are in a bubble, one, but also the NBA has already played majority of their season. The season's basically over. Um, I know they're playing these eight games. The season's over. Uh, they're probably not going to be able to finish their season. And it's funny, I was uh, doing Shot of Mike yesterday, I believe, and it was like, dude, I'm trying to get the best out of this baseball right now because in about three weeks – this joint may be shut down. And we'll be Probably back, be man, sooner was, than three. I would say, on there I said a week and a half to two, right? I'm just trying to give him a little bit more time before Manfred just has to eat that crow and be like, man, it ain't going to work. But, I mean, uh, and you have situations where it goes all the way back, and I know we said it on this show. I, I said it before Stephen A. Smith. Man, cats going to be out there doing what they want to do, man. You're not keeping and, – and we're talking about sports where you're not even in a bubble. In a bubble – Lou Williams decided he wanted some wings from Magic City. Now, I guess. And he and also, listen, if Jack Harlow's there, you got to pull up, I guess, right? It's his favorite restaurant. I I'm heard the saying. wings are outstanding. I, he, well, was, you know he was interviewed, and he said it's his favorite, Magic City. Best restaurant I, in the world. I, now, listen, and this is where I could be wrong. I've honestly always been somewhat leery of eating food at stripper joints. Probably up here in Chicago. Maybe it's a little bit different in the South. It could be, but it's just to me where there's a lot of shaking and baking. It's like I can get that food later. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I avoid the tater tots and the pizza when I went to this trip joint too. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's not for me. It's a lot in the air. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's a lot. Go ahead. I've gotten some uh, some some information on uh, Selfish Plug on the uh, the Bulls Talk podcast on a recent mm -hmm. one. Uh, Jason Goff gave the details on why the wings are so good at <laughs> Magic City. Oh. Um, that uh, Magic City is apparently connected to um, like a high-end restaurant. Oh. Uh, so some of the chefs uh, are, are, you know, they don't forget what their job is just because they move venues. Um, so they got a couple of them. And those chefs still make great chicken. Nice. <laughs> they just so happen to be at the, the strip club. So um, so apparently the, the chicken is top notch. It's not like, you know, <laughs> an excuse. It, he wanted some chicken from that, from this spot. And um, also that Lou Williams is a, uh, a patron saint, apparently, at the Magic City. The uh, Magic I think City. he got his own uh, flavor, flavor of chicken there. Uh, really? City. So, yeah, they, they might have his jersey in the Raptors uh, in uh. Atlanta. He can't get the pickup, right? He can't get the pickup, though. 
Now, yeah. see, that's what I want to get into. Exactly. You, yeah. Why are you going in I to pick it up, bro? Yeah. He wanted to see a little something-something. I'm here to pick up my order. Okay, all right. Here you, you open go. the door. Listen, here you go, my you, lady. Here you go, my lady. The hands of your wings. You pull the door back a little bit. <laughs> slash ah, somebody something. Yeah, slash somebody something. You walk out. Yeah. Oh. Weren't there oh. reports that the center stage was closed? Like there wasn't even anything going on? Or is this just – Spin material, dude. Don't you? I hope you don't think. Well, first of all, you don't need to send a stage, brother. All you need is That's the true. ones that are, are just going through the like the center stage is cool and all. It's but really, you might not be able to do the peek in if they don't got the center stage. Wait, going. wait, a minute. Ken, you've been to Magic City before, right? I don't know. I was wondering that. <laughs> I've no, been no, no, to like no, no, four you, strip you, clubs in yeah. Atlanta. You've been to I've been to Blue Flame. Yeah. I don't know. I was I've questioned. Okay, Blue Flame. All right. I've, oh, it was a terrific time. I've been to the one where they filmed Get Low. All right. I've been to that because there's a barbershop. It had, I don't know if it's still open. I've been to the one they filmed Blue. I was in. I, I was in there. This is one of the reasons I want food in the strip club. I was in the one uh, during the daytime because one of my buddies who I went to college with. He was known to go daytime to the strip club. So when I went visit him in Atlanta, he took us to the daytime to, into the strip club, which you would think was terrible. But, man, they had some performers. Uh, and the girl clapped her cheeks on my shirt and pulled my shirt. Right? Whoa. <laughs> and I don't know if I was to be offended or astonished. Right? <laughs> well, obviously like- the latter. <laughs> you, can, right? you, can have, you can have both. You can have both. You can, you can, you can have the mm, like. Mm. <laughs> right. It was something similar yeah. to that, right? Because like, yeah. the guys around me was kind of like, whoa, or whatever. And it's like I got some makeup from her backside on my shirt, too, mm-hmm. a little bit. Ooh. I hope I hope it was makeup. I hope it was makeup. <laughs> but these I are mean, if it didn't stink, it's probably makeup. <laughs> hold, hold on, everybody. <laughs> All right. It's nah, it's I, never, I didn't do that. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't trying to get pink eye. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, but these are some of the reasons why, for me personally, it's never been like, yeah, when I'm in the strip club. And I hear dudes all the time, like, oh, man, he used to always eat the wings. And it's up here. I was at a wedding or I was at a, I was at a destination wedding. I remember the groom's best men were saying, like, yeah, he used to love to eat uh, wings or at the strip club. And I remember thinking, like, really? Right? Like, really? Because that's not what I'm there for. I'm trying to fill my drink quota. And enjoy myself, but that's that's just me. I'll let you guys talk further about Lou Williams and the ass shaking and bacon with. with I mean, Arnold. listen, okay, all right. So he went to the strip joint to pick up some food. He came. He didn't test negative when he came back, right? He went back into you the mean bubble. He didn't test positive. I mean, he just. I'm sorry. He didn't test positive when he when he when he came back. You know, so he had this quarantine because he was outside the bubble. What's 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 the issue? Cause he wanted to see some ladies uh, do their thing before five for a few seconds and get some wings. Everybody got to get on Lou Williams. Come on, come on, Tony. D, I'm you wouldn't it. be there with the megaphone. No. Oh, right, right. Well, it depends. No heckling, cause he could he could ruin the whole. He, he, didn't, he didn't get heckling. Heckling go take it all the way back to this this <laughs> immaculate bubble. And they'd be like, man, you did you destroyed the NBA for ass It's That's not, but it's not like he went out there. I mean, it's not like he went there, sat down, plopped out, had a stack on him, and was just spreading out for three hours. He picked up some wings. He Whoa, picked up some wings. How did he sit next to Jack Harlow? How did he sit next to Jack Harlow? Did he stay there for a few hours and, and, and tip? You think he wasn't? You think he was there for 15 minutes? Like, seriously? Mm, That's a long time for pickup food, too. 
I agree, especially if you know I'm coming. But why do it in general? You got so much on the line already. Why go put all that in risk? And you a veteran. It ain't like it's your first, second year in the league. Like if, I don't know, Lonzo Ball did this, then I'd be like, all right, man, you know what? The whole host of problems going on over there. Right. Lou Williams, come on, bro. You know better than this, dog. Well, I, I, as we also know, too, you're going to have these stories about some guys that's going to be out here messing up, especially with the NBA bubble, because they're trying to keep it as pristine as possible. All the other sports, maybe besides the NHL, because they're staying in Canada, but any other sport, you're probably going to have they, these kind of stories. They got strip clubs in Canada? No, no, no. I'm just saying this. I mean, fact, you mean their bubble? Really good yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All right, Tony. Really? Tony you sure? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Wait, in, in Montreal? Sure, sure. Oh yeah. Are you sure? What? What's the? Difference? Is this like the admiral? Because I don't like the admiral. See, I've never been to the admiral, but the I know admiral. I don't like the admiral. It sounds familiar. Because they only take off the tops at the admiral, right, D? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. You sexist. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what is the name of the club. <laughs> Dennis Rodman partied there when he was filming that movie. In Canada, the one where he's on a motorcycle. He was in Vegas. Wait, Come on. Know what movie? Wait, wait, you know what movie I'm talking about? Wait, I know he filmed it in about. Montreal. But wait, you no, heard the strip? Double yes. Trouble? Was the name of that movie Double Trouble? Was this one? Oh, double Team or something like that? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. But you... this is the highlight. Uh-huh. Okay? So it's really cheap, first of all. It's full nude, full bar, full touch. And it's like probably five to ten bucks a dance. Whoa! Time out, son. Time yeah. Out. Whoa! This sounds like so much. Yeah. I know it sounds like Arnie's. What? Can you explain to me what full touch is? You can touch everything except the yeah. one area. Whoa! Yeah. Canada. What's yeah. going on? Is this in Montreal? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And the best part: the Canadians just go there for pregame before they go to the clubs, so they love tourists. Oh, so they live like Portland. Portland's like that, apparently. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Weekend, you go to the strip club. Wait yeah, they just use it as pure pregame. I think Portland's a place they had the drive through or drive the drive through yes, uh, strip club. Yes, they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. When I was at the Get Low uh, strip club, I remember a certain young lady who was dancing on me and grabbing on my body, right? <laughs> Violating me, basically. I should have called the authorities. I remember the DJ kept coming on me like, no touching, no touching, right? Mind you, I was not touching her, She's all right? She was touching me. But mm-hmm. you're telling me in Canada. Yeah, baby, it goes down. I don't know about that. I mean, because, I mean, of course, it's, it's, these women are free to do what they want, but it just seems, that seems like a lot right there, man. It's like, I got to come on right there. That's how France Hong goes Kong. down, baby. Okay. No, nah, it's not like a slippery slope, man. That's, that's just one <laughs> one move away from being real bad. Nah. I don't know about that. You got to have some control, Melvin. Come on. Dura I mean, What'd you say? During Corona. During Corona? Oh. Yeah. I don't well, know what they're doing during Corona. Well, how, what, what are the numbers in Canada for uh, as far as the virus? It's not it's bad low. That's here. why they that's like they kept the Blue Jays from breaking up from playing up there. They, exactly. They kind of done their job. And NHL, that's, so the why, NHL, they, that's why they're here. Yeah, they're going to just get through, huh? We're going to have the NHL for sure. I think All the they will. Probably not. I think the they're NHL, bubble, I think yeah, the NHL will bubble. get through. 
Yes. And they're in Canada, too. So you don't have the – I mean, listen, you have the NBA in the bubble. They're down in Florida. But Florida is the epicenter of the world right now as far as the coronavirus. You go over and see the bubble up in Canada, they're not going to have this issue. They're probably going to get through. I do think the higher probability of all the American sports, though, uh, besides the NHL, the NBA will probably is probably going to finish. I think the NBA, the NBA will, will get through that season. I don't know about the um, uh, NFL, and I definitely don't know what's going on right now with MLB. They're going to finish. It's a real shame, though. The non-contact sport can't get this thing right. It's funny. I, I joked about this when they announced what their plan was. I was like, you know, the winner of the pennant this year is going to be the last team standing. And then the Marlins had to make it. So it's like, yeah, actually, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. Wait a minute. So they're, they're done till Monday, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, both them and the Phillies are postponed to be announced how that's going to work. So yeah, how are you going to go past Monday? Right. Well, wait. So how are you going to have two teams that's basically – done for like a weekend you got records you have games all this kind of stuff how are you going to finish this it's going to be too hard to do telling you it's going to be an elimination chamber they're just going to have to stop yeah i mean they might have to forfeit some games like you just don't get to play 60 tony what are y'all hearing on the uh the Sox podcast well um obviously everybody's concerned uh, around the league, the players, they had a uh, an emergency. The player reps had an emergency <laughs> meeting um, about just uh, – about what happened in uh, Miami, to Miami. Um, and they still plan to kind of go forth, you know, with the season um, as much as they can. But I'm not 100% sure that they actually know, like, what the plan would be if – there was like a, another kind of major outbreak. Like let's say if the Phillies, they did contract it. Um, and like it was multiple cases in, in Philadelphia. Um, that I get one team, but two teams, like you gotta, you gotta shut everything down. Um, and because you're making it more difficult on yourself, trying to circle all these loops. Well, uh, pause this team, but what about this team? They're supposed to be playing them. Like, no, I haven't played the next team, but that, that team is playing somebody else. Like, it's probably just easier just to shut it all down. And that's speaking from a guy who's, I mean, our livelihoods is on sports and sports kind of coming back. Yeah. But if, I mean, that was a major outbreak, a major yeah. one. Uh, and these guys are supposed to, and it's weird because it's same issue with football. Um, they go home. They're not in a bubble. The players aren't in a bubble. They, they you know, do their tests and stuff, their daily tests, um, which – They've been doing pretty well with that. Uh, according to the numbers, is actually really low in, in terms outside of the the outbreak in Miami. The numbers are relatively low still, um, but still, like I don't know other people's family situations. Like I don't know what their families are doing and and their family fa family members are doing. So um, it's still a, a difficult, and it's going to take an effort by every individual that's involved. And that's asking a lot for a large number of people. And we see how difficult it is to get a large number of people to do one thing. Um, so far they've been doing all right, but still it's, it's going to be hard. Totally see that. Totally see that. Listen, man, it's not going to work. I mean, if, and again, with these teams, with these sports where, where you have a limited roster in, in basketball, basically 15 players and coaches and trainers and stuff like that, compared to where you talk about baseball, you're talking about especially football. And then football is built – well, all, all these sports are built off of young labor. 
and how much you can get out of the young labor before you have to pay them. But football in general, with the short time span of an NFL career, you're talking about young people, and we've seen it throughout the country. Uh, we saw it in uh, the, the drive-in concert in New York. I think I saw one of a house party. Uh, chain smokers. The chain uh, smokers. Yeah, chain smokers. Yeah. And, and I saw a house party in New Jersey where they said in a oh, mansion. Yeah. There was like 700 people yeah. in a mansion. What? And the police like hours to break it up. Yeah, dude. Like, Whoa, and I, I did not again, hear about that. We're talking yeah. about young, rich people. All right. This is the time in their life. I've said this from the beginning of this. I'm happy I'm older. Because if I was in my early 20s, I would have a problem sitting my ass down. And at that point, I was taking care of two elderly ladies. All right. So probably I would have, but that's hard. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. That's hard because that's your, this is your time. I mean, this is your summer. And again, I'm not saying that they should be doing it. I'm just trying to look into their mind, especially with feeling as if I'm safe. I'm not going to do anything, quote unquote, risky, even though, I mean, if you're kicking it out, you're being risky. I mean, let alone if you're getting it on, of course, you're being extra risky uh, with that. So uh, I give it a listen to all my young brothers out there. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but I think that I think that that mentality may uh, um <laughs> <laughs> it may be different in football because, again, a lot of those guys, they don't have the big money deal. Um, so, like, it's going to – if I know that, all right, this is, I'm, I'm working on trying to get the second deal. I'm still under the first deal. I was uh-huh. a six-rounder, and I need to make the roster. Like, do you – That guy you, went to Starkville, Mississippi for three years. That's he what to say. $100,000 in his pocket. That's what about to say, dude. He got. He went from being broke to being a hundred thousand dollar heir, and you still think again? I'm not saying he's not going to train or whatever, but people are going to want to congregate. People aren't want to aren't going to want to have relationships. I mean, again, some people will, Tony. You will have those guys that are of a one track mind about getting that next deal. Uh, but even with this, the risk of all right. Let's say um player B. Drafted in the fifth, fourth round. I bust my ass. I do what I need to do. I'm not going around anybody. I'm just being around my teammates and playing games. I still run the risk of getting it from my teammates and in those games. Yeah. So, like, so, and when you're talking about my future contract, we don't still know how my body may be compromised. And we know through baseball arbitration, when I show up and my lungs don't pump out, you'd be like, when you put that machine up to see how, how hard my, my lungs are put, pushing out, and you're like, dude, this is down 15 degrees right here. What you been doing? I'd be like, the COVID, you're going to take that to me and be like, you just don't run as fast as you used to when your lungs was uh, working at an excellent capacity. And I'm not to know what it can do when we know now it can be it's a blood disease to other organs in your body. And again, I'm not a doctor. They should just throw caution to the wind. Hey, I'm gonna get it anyway. It don't matter. No, no, that's not some people, that's but not, some people are like that. Yeah, though, that's not my point. I'm we're, not we're talking about I'm athletes, not, though. D, we're just yeah. not talking about the, the, the normal. Hey, listen, I, I mean, you're gonna have some athletes that are gonna probably have the same. Listen, sports is a microcosm of society. We've been we've know that to the nth degree, right? 
People inside the sports industry are going to do the same crazy stuff that people outside on the streets are going to do. You're going to have some cats be like, man, that stuff ain't real. Or you're going to have some cats be like, man, get away from me. Or like um, or Rizzo at first base. He's, yeah, he's, you need, you need some uh, hand sanitizer. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have that schism. And you're going to have some cats in the major league sports is going to be exactly like that. They, they, no, don't believe in masks. Don't believe in the virus, whatever the case may be. They and they are prime athletes, superior athletes of the human race, and it, it can definitely happen. It goes to the point. Even if you know that, it's go, it goes to the point of why are we even trying to do this? You know what I'm saying? I understand this money is there, the money. You know what I'm saying? Make the world go around, cream, baby. I understand that. But if you know how people act, and you see what's happening in the streets here in America. It makes no sense to try to push forward with these sports. We got Josh Hicks with us. I can tell from that background. Sue Woo, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, Josh? What's up, fellas? How y'all been? Good, good. Make sure you check out In The Scope. Josh has an interview with the bigs talking about baseball on both sides of town. So make sure you go to We Are Rigor Radio and check out uh, his podcast with uh, the bigs, man. Definitely support. Yeah. Josh, you heard what we was talking about? Give us your thoughts. Let's just sit down empty. Man, I mean, I got, I've kind of been up in the air as far as sports in general. I mean, obviously starting off, I was hopeful that there would be sports, obviously with COVID going on, but there was so much unknown that, and, and the air that to the point was like, you know what, since we don't know too much right now, kind of just got to go with the flow. I mean, you just plan and prep for what you can, and then you move forward. But now you got – um, all these different tests, all these people coming positive and things of that sort. I really just think it depends on the sport and, this, and of how sports are going to be successful. It depends on the sports that you play in. Because if you look at basketball right now, yeah, you got some people that are t- positive tested for COVID-19 and not fully operating in the, in the bubble like they should. But sports are still being played and they're being tested on a consistent, consistent basis. And it's not as damaging as we thought it originally would be. Looking at baseball, you got one team that's, not, they're not in a bubble system, but you got a team like the Marlins that has 14 players currently tested positive. 17 and, people all together. Yeah, 17 people all together. And then you got some teams like, like the Phillies that just played the Marlins, and they're perfectly fine after being tested today. So it really just depends on the sport and the, and the type of safety precautions that they have and the measures that they're taking behind trying to make this thing as safe as possible. It's kind of unknown if you're not in a specific bubble situation because it's something you can't really always control. So I think it really just varies on the sport. And we kind of, and within that, we just got to be as cautious as possible if we really want these sports to be as successful as they can or cannot be. I'm going to jump in real quick and say, if you can't make a bubble for your sport, then just don't play it, bro. Don't play it. Like, there's no reason to force all these people that's going to come play this sport, possibly contract the virus, take it back home, get worse, and then come back and play against people that don't have it, and then they end up contracting it, and now it's going to spread like wildfire. Maybe some people from the Phillies right now are testing positive. Who knows, by next week sometime. That's it, it right up. there. Same thing happened with uh, – so my dad ended up having it, and then we had to all go get tested. We still waiting for it right now to find out. We like, bruh. We have no idea the time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When did you take the tests? I took the, you know what I'm saying? I took the test 10 business days ago. I still don't have my results yet. So contract tracing doesn't even work, basically, because, like, so 
Wow, Melvin. Sorry, man. How's your father? So he's he's on a, he's on a better end of it right now. He's like real quick feeling himself again. He's getting his energy back. He's got an appetite and stuff now, so he's feeling much better. But even from that example myself, I was saying, if you can't just isolate yourself to one place so you can make sure that you don't get it and you're testing daily, like what the NBA is doing, like what the NHL is doing, say in a situation like with my family, if somebody comes home and then goes to work three, four days, a week, two weeks from now, they end up popping up with it. Now everybody they've been in contact with over that point in time could potentially get it. Don't play if you can't do a bubble. Let me play devil's advocate with you, Melvin, uh, on this, because the NHL and NBA already played their regular seasons, right? So, one, when you're going to those NBA unions. Not yet. Oh, no, no. I'm saying they played their regular seasons. Okay, they did. Yeah. They, yeah, they played their regular seasons. So, with the MLB and with the NFL, uh, even though they might be a shrunk in their season, the NFL's trying to get all six, seven, 16 games in. When you're going to that union, there has to be a negotiation. So what if, especially with the, the NFL and the MLB, those players are like, I'm not going to be away from my family for this allotment of time. So then, because I'm, I'm with you. I'm saying I'm with you. But when you're negotiating with the union, you're like, you know what? We're going to take you away from your family. In the NFL, you're basically saying, we're going to take you away from your family from the end of August, basically, or August, all the way until January. Right. Or your family's going to live in this bubble, too. So what are you going to do with remote learning or with your kids or anything like that? So the only point is, I, I don't know how easy it is with unions to get that bubble situation where NBA players basically was like, well, let's go down there and let's run through the playoffs. And also, let's make sure we try to keep the cap intact for the future seasons. You know what? A good point of that would be while that does create some tension, obviously, with some people not want to be away from their families they have had more than enough time to be able to figure all that mm -hmm. out. So if they actually wanted their families to be in a bubble location with them, they would have had time to say, you know what, we're going to partner with either these schools or wherever. Like if you get a hotel, say we're going to lock down this hotel for a team. If we have a certain learning program that the kids are going to have through these ages, or we have these schools that are going to be nearby. You now open up the possibility to do a multitude of things, excuse me, a multitude of things. But by not, Doing any of that and just letting time go by and then like a week before the season start, be like, you know what? Yeah, we will test y'all every day. And if it's below 5%, then we'll move it to every other day. You putting yourself in the same situation that baseball is going to be in in three weeks when it's over with. Yeah. Uh, to that point, like baseball really messed it up, really blew it. Like earlier, granted now you wouldn't want to be in Arizona or Florida, but early on if they could have gotten their negotiation nailed down, they could have easily instituted a bubble in, in spring training facilities because it's already facilitated and set up for that. And then number two, like you just think about like picking one location, like you're not playing these games in front of an audience. You don't have to find a place that can put 35 butts in seats. You could have easily filled up a bunch of empty hotels in downtown Chicago, rented commercial buses, driven people up to the University of Wisconsin campus, out to South Bend, down to Indianapolis to a AAA facility, you could have easily found 15 quality fields that didn't necessarily have a capacity for Major League Baseball, but they had good enough grounds to do it. Broadcast it all and filled up hotels that were otherwise empty. You didn't do that. And instead you let people go all over the place. And then in the other case of the NFL, uh, because again, being the only Premier League fan, I think here, they finished their season without incident, but they went from playing one game a week to playing two games a week just to finish the season with like the three-month three delay. 
And it wasn't without incidents in terms of like, oh, more people are picking up like soft tissue injuries. But like, I know everybody talks about how the hardest thing about the NFL is having Thursdays to Sundays. But the thing about it is the only way the NFL plays a full 16 game schedule is if they don't like take 18 weeks to finish it. The only way that they're ever going to get through this is to condense the amount of time and go into lockdown and, and well, create a bubble. Are you saying that they would play games like two games in a week or something like that? The only way to really get through this, especially with the numbers going up, is to shorten the length of time. You have to keep 53 men eligible to play. Yeah, but they, their bodies won't be able to maintain the wear and tear. If you, like, if you even look at Thursday night games and how many people can complain about the fact that their bodies haven't healed by Thursday playing their prior week, I will be largely concerned about injuries stacking up when you're sitting there playing, what, four – playing a game every four days or every five days. So, I mean, again, I'm just pointing out what I would I think. Being a devil's advocate, you would probably need to unwed yourself from the idea that you're sitting down every Sunday and watching a game and go on a, like a five- or six-day week rather than a seven-day week just so you can get the games in quicker. Because, again, with the infection rates going up – I don't really see you being able to finish this with 53 guys, 53 variables, 53 moves and pieces in their families. Like you got it up. My big thing at that point would be, yo, no other sport really aside from basketball. And then you're eventually going to have NHL is on, especially if baseball is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Cut the number of games. You yeah. will make the ad revenue up. That's definitely. If you cut the number of games and speed it up some, there you go. But if you still are dead set on having, we going to play these 17 games and get all that money back. Nothing else is on TV. Everybody's going to watch. So if mm-hmm. you cut the game down like five to 12 games, you mean to tell me people wouldn't be excited and watch all 12 of them games, more people than usual? Yes, Man, they your, would. Your TV money would get messed up. They did not Listen, pay for that. They did not right, pay for that. They would be like, give me that. Give me that. But do, but two Melvin's point. But Tim Elvis' point is nothing else on, and football is king right now in sports. So what else are you going to do? They can kind of have they can kind of have you by the gonads now. Who I'm is they? Saying, Who are I, they? Who are they? Have you by the gonads? The NFL. The NFL. The NFL. Who, now, no, who has the, are you saying the NFL has who by who has who by the gonads? The NFL is what I'm asking. would then have the advertisers by the gonads. Do yeah. we have this product that y'all want for these hot 12 weeks? Ken, Ken, I'm not saying that you're talking about losing money in that in that situation. You just said the ad revenue would be completely off. You're 100% no, right about I'm that. I'm talking about the TV. They have contracts for TV money for a certain allotment of games. Listen. All right? So, I, wait, I, you're I, not going to – if you can't give me my games – I'm not giving you your money, and they don't have fans coming into the stadium with players who already have guaranteed, well, semi-guaranteed money in their contracts. Do you so want? Saying, do you want something, or do you want nothing? I don't listen. You can't rip your listen. Was Melvin just ripped the contract up? You can't just go in there. First of all, the NFL just negotiated that contract. It's better that it was negotiated already because it was prior to COVID. Because I bet those teams right. people like. Man, I wish we could have got your ass now. You right about that. So, boy, boy. So, if you're going to be like, we're going to rip the deal up, I'm going to be like, I'm going to hit you with this COVID contract on your bitch ass. 
well, look, go ahead and hit me with that COVID contract, and then when we don't play, and now ain't nobody making no money, it's on you because of how much more you could have made. Any we'll put the younger wrestlers on. Nothing else on. Man, ain't nobody hey, watching that. Go ahead. They, 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 they ain't drawing numbers like that. Kids, they ain't drawing numbers like that. Put Mountain Man on, brother. I'm gonna put Mountain look, Man. By Wednesday, you're gonna be tired of it. Netflix, and Amazon, go right. Five NFL games ain't enough. The other option. The other option is league wide, like two to three game, like a two, like a bifurcated or a trifurcated season where you play like six games, take two or three weeks off, six more games, two or three weeks off. It's the only way. Like you're not going to get through 17 weeks consecutively with 53 guys on a team and no bubble. I 100% agree. All right, we'll come on back. We have some more fun right here with the whole entire crew, D and Davis show. <laughs> 